This is a Women in Revival podcast. Today we are starting a series called Sitting at the Lord's Feet. Our topic for today is Sitting at the Lord's Feet is a Choice. Today, Deborah will have a guest called Elna Zivat, who will be talking with Deborah about sitting at the Lord's Feet. They will both be talking and sharing how sitting at the Lord's Feet has been a choice for them and is a choice for you. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. So I want to welcome Elna to Women in Revival podcast. We are privileged to be on this series. We've been looking forward to doing this again and again. And uh, I am very grateful to the Lord for making it possible for us in the midst of our busyness. So on the series, Sitting at the Lord's Feet. Elna, can I welcome you to this particular series? Thank you very much, sis. It's an honor and a privilege. Thanks for making me a part of it. Thank you very much. Um, So many of you are listening. Elna is a dear friend and a dear sister in the faith. She's one of those women who has shaped my faith also. And um, I'm privileged to have her here with us on Women in Revival podcast. She recorded a series in the past, My Life is a garden, and it was such a blessing to us, many that went through. And Elna is a singer. She's a songwriter. She's written a few songs, one of which is on our website also. So I'm praying that this time we'll be spending with Elna Zivat. we find it a time of refreshing. So we are looking at sitting at the Lord's feet. And today, Elna, we just want to look at sitting at the Lord's feet is a choice. Is that not wonderful? Sitting at the Lord's feet is a choice. And I'll be asking you a few questions, and um, we'll see how the Lord help you in responding. And I'm sure many women are looking for many of these answers. So my first question this um, moment is, when we are saying sitting at the Lord's feet, what does that mean? What does it mean to sit at the feet of the Lord? It's really, you know, just to make time for him and to wait on him. Um, uh, many years ago, somebody used an illustration where they said, like a waiter, when you go to the restaurant, waiters, they wait on you. They're ready and they, they, they're waiting to hear, you know, do you need anything or do you want to tell them anything? And and for me, you know, when I sit at the Lord's feet, it's different to just meet, you know, meeting up necessarily with other people or going to church. Um, yes, we do there as well, but it's really a time where you, you almost, you, you position yourself to wait on the Lord and to hear, um, not just to come with all my requests and you know Lord please change my husband or change my kids or change mm. it's, a, it's a, a, a space and a time where I come and, I, and I'm choosing to be there to you know to be in his presence and to hear what, what has he got in store for me mm. and, and it can be with various you know in different ways whether it's through his word or just praying mm. or maybe sitting at the piano or mm. so yeah that's what it means for me thank you very much and may I also ask you that obviously you've said a lot in 
in these few moments. But what I want to ask is, what is it exactly? What do we exactly find at the feet of the Lord? What is at the Lord's feet that you are describing this much? What is it? You are, the way you are talking is as if there is something, there is a treasure that one finds at the feet of the Lord. So what is it that we can find at the Lord's feet? You know, that peace that surpasses all understanding that the Bible talks of, I, that's what I find by sitting mm. at the Lord's feet, because you can, you know, we can be so overwhelmed with daily tasks or um, maybe difficulties in life, maybe, you know, your lot is of a certain nature where, where life is quite tough. Mm. But when I, when you, you come and sit at the Lord's feet, um, if, you know, like using that term, it, it's it's the place where you you get refreshed and mm. um, and yeah I, that's where I have that sense of God's peace taking over mm. and and where you can then sing that song I've got joy in the river or mm. you know or peace like a river or joy like a fountain sorry mm. that's the one um, because because then then the rest of the world um, it seems like it just it disappears away in the background. And, and you give yourself a space for God's peace to enter your, your life. Thank you very much. Amen. Indeed, I do agree that there are many times when we have a lot going on in our lives. And I love the way you put it that for you, it's a time that you get, you know, to get that peace even from the Lord as you take that time to sit at his feet. Okay, so we are looking at the fact that sitting at the Lord's feet is a choice. And my question now is, how is it a choice that we must make as women? You know, we are the mother, we are the wives, and it's as if every day, it's as if 24 hours is not enough for us. So how is this a choice that we must make? You know what, I'm actually reminded just about you and I um, wanting to meet up, you know, to, to do this um, interview. Mm. Um, it, if if we don't make a choice mm. and you decide on a date and a time, mm. then it's so easy for something not to happen. Mm. And and I think whether you're sitting at the Lord's feet or mm. whether you want to meet up with a friend for a coffee or or anything in life, if you mm. don't, uh, you know, make that choice mm. and then you you sort of schedule it into your your calendar. Mm. In my experience, is that it's not going to happen, mm. and and I think sitting at the Lord's feet is no different in that respect. That um, that that you 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 need to choose to do it; otherwise, it's not going to happen. And it's it's not always that where um, you know where you, where you have an hour every day or whatever amount of time. Sometimes you need to take the gaps where you can. But it, again, when when those moments come, you need to choose to take it, and if it's if you haven't made your mind up about it beforehand, mm. then the moment can come and go and you would not have done something. Mm. So that's why it, it is a choice at the end. And, and it's easy for us to say, well, I don't have time. Mm. But actually, we've got time to eat every day. Mm. You make time because you know your body, your physical body won't be sustained if you don't eat. And, and I think the key is, we forget that we've got that spiritual side, mm. and um, and just like you make time for your physical body, you're you're choosing to eat because you know what's going to happen if you don't mm. or drink water. Um, it's it's a choice uh, f um, for your your spiritual side to 
So yeah, that's why I, yeah. From what you have said now, what I'm taking is life itself is a choice. That we make choices every day, whether consciously or unconsciously. So sitting at the feet of the Lord is a definite choice that we ought to make as Christian women. So I don't know, I'm just trying to see that what is the meaning of choice? What does it mean to 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 make a choice? What does choice mean? It's that, that conscious uh, uh, decision, really. Well, I, I suppose mm. I'm repeating myself because decision is a choice, isn't it? But it's it's that conscious effort you make to to go a certain route. I, I heard mm. somebody said um, ages ago that if you don't put certain things in place mm. in your children's lives, mm. for example, mm. and when they grow up, mm. their lives will just be the result of a random selection of events. Mm. Because it was nothing was pre sort of uh, determined, mm. and I think that that is what choices at the end of the day. It's mm. you um, making the, or deciding that you don't just want your your life, your relationship, mm. just to end up uh, wherever. You're choo- you're making a choice where you want to go into a certain direction, mm. and without making little choices you can't end up in that uh, that direction you might end up anywhere else if, if that makes sense mm. um so yes i that that's how i see it making a choice is 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 um playing a part in you wanting to end up somewhere or in a specific situation does that make sense I'm not sure. <laughs> yes it does it does make sense thank you very much yes thank you so you know for this particular series we chose Luke 10 from verse 38 as our focus scripture which is the story of Mary Martha and the Lord Jesus you know feasting in their home and you've just told us what choice is and from all you've been saying to us we are saying that choice is something we do on a daily basis and I'm saying this because this is going to lead me to the next question. But before the next question, can I just read the book of Luke chapter 10 from verse 38, probably to the end, then I'll pick my question. And it says, Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her so just like you've been saying to us that it's a choice we are seeing the scripture telling us that mary deliberately made that choice she could have chosen many other things but she chose to sit at the feet of the lord jesus and here now this is my question my question is what other choices 
could be sitting at our feet as women instead of sitting at the feet of the Lord. What are the daily affairs or what are the daily tasks that could be taking the place of sitting at the Lord's feet? And how do you think we can manage life and manage those things and at the same time still uh, still able to sit at the Lord's feet? I don't know if my question makes any sense. No, no, it makes sense. I think um, I think that there's other choices that we sometimes make unconsciously. Things like, um, you know, the amount of time you spend on social media, mm. um, like Facebook or Instagram or, you know, sometimes it's, it's easy to wake up um, in the morning and then to pick up your phone. Mm. And, um, and I've heard it with many people. The first thing, even sometimes before they speak to their husband or wife, it's they pick up the phone because you want to check the time. But now that you've checked the time, now your phone is in your hand. So now you click on this app and you mm. click on that app or you, you quickly look at the photos you took yesterday. So so there's many distractions. And I mm. think, I mean, the, the enemy is not going to just um, use a few. He's going to use as much as he can and everything and everyone mm. he can, almost, I want to say, to, to distract you from sitting at the Lord's feet. So I think... Um, other choices it's yeah it, it's facebook that those those sort of things and and i think it, it what we can do sort of to combat a little bit is to set boundaries for yourself i i know one one boundary i tried to set for myself a while ago was to 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 just decide and to say to myself i'm not gonna click on facebook yeah. until i've looked at the book yeah. and um so it's almost like they want to, you know, be just as I want, I'm about to click on something, then I think, oh no, I haven't done that because because mm. you're you're you're, ma you're mapping something to your mind, mm. um, you know, and, and to help you to make the the better choices. Then, mm. like like um, Martha and Mary, I mean, surely Mary also wanted to to serve the Lord and mm. um, all sorts of things, and she wanted the house to look good and so on. But it's making that better choice, isn't it? Mm. Amen. Thank you very much. You've answered the next question that was on my heart. So there are many choices and I love the way you mentioned the matter of technology of social media. One thing that I also came to do was to disable notification on my phone because I am easily distracted. I may pick my phone for a genuine reason, maybe to read the Bible because one of the things I do, sometimes I just listen, you know, to bible on the phone when i wake up in the morning maybe after my time in prayer i make effort to listen to at least a proverb a day so i just want the bible app itself to read it to my hearing and if i'm not disciplined in the desire to listen to bible there may be different notifications and before i know it it's the notification i'm engaged with so what i did also was to take off notification whether it's whatsapp whether it's um, even text messages or email and say unless i read the word first unless i listen to the word i am not going into all this then afterward i may then sit down to do my proper study so thank you very much so we have come to see today that sitting at the lord's feet is a choice and from what you have said, I am seeing that it's actually a choice that is possible. 
we can eliminate many distractions, many things that have become choices in our lives instead of sitting at the feet of the Lord and deliberately make this choice. Just as Jesus said to Martha concerning a Mary, that one thing is needful and Mary has chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. So I am very grateful and I'm looking forward to day two of this particular series. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. This is Women in Revival podcast. Yesterday, we started a series called Sitting at the Lord's Feet. Our topic for today is Juggling Sitting at the Lord's Feet with Daily Care. Today, Elna and Deborah will be talking about how to juggle sitting at the Lord's Feet with the daily tasks that you have to do. I pray that God will give you practical help through this episode. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Once again, I want to welcome my dear friend and sister, Elna Ziva to Women in Reviver. We have been going through the series, Sitting at the Lord's Feet. And yesterday, she was answering a few questions to help us in our journey of faith as women. We were looking at sitting at the Lord's feet is a choice. We looked at that yesterday. And today, we want to move a step forward as we look at juggling sitting at the Lord's feet with daily care. But before we do that again, can I just read the scripture where we are focusing even this interview on? Luke chapter 10 from verse 38. Yesterday, I read it from the King James Version. But just permit me today to read it from maybe another translation, maybe the NIV, if possible. And it says, the NIV UK says, And Jesus and his disciples were on their way. He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha. The Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. But few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So today we are looking at how do we juggle even our day-to-day care with sitting at the Lord's feet. The story of Mary and Martha is just a a typical example of our lives as women. What Mary was doing was not wrong. To want to be hospitable, you know, to host Jesus in her house, to make Jesus comfortable, to make sure Jesus is well served, you know, it wasn't wrong. But it's amazing how verse 40 comes, I said, but Martha was distracted. So that means even our daily care, 
could become a form of distraction from the presence of God. Like I was saying yesterday that sometimes when I get on my phone to read my Bible, even some text messages, even some genuine ones, some that actually has to do with ministry sometimes could actually become a means of distraction for me. So today, I want us to go on as we consider a few thoughts again. And my question to you, Elna, this moment is, when we are dealing with the matter of juggling, sitting at the Lord's feet, and our daily care, which are real, which are true, which we must do. So my question is, what are the usual or the general daily care that comes the way of Christian women? Um, I don't really know where to start. There's so many things. <laughs> um, well, I think family um, is always a big one because, uh, you know, especially if you're maybe you, you've got a, a few children, um, that, you know, all the, you need to make sure everything is ready for them for school or lunch boxes or if you home educating, all the preparations with that. And I think, you know, we want to look look after our body so we can really uh, spend sometimes a lot of time on that because it's not just what you eat the food you prepare for the families but you know some people can get carried away with spending a lot of time in the gym um, and in and church you know if you for a Christian woman you might be involved with a, a, a group um, like a cell group or a Bible study group and so pre- preparations for that and so on um, or you know other activities but um, but you know when it comes to church things especially my mum used to say that and I don't know where she heard it but sometimes you can get so busy with the things of the Lord that you forget about the Lord of the things and so yes there's a lot in our lives so so yes it's a lot of distractions I think <laughs> mm. Thank you very much. I, I can identify so much with that. And, you know, even some genuine things, like you said, Mom said, it's easy to be busy with the things of the Lord and forget the Lord of the things. And um, I, I'm praying that as many ladies that are listening to this particular series will be able to discern the Lord and know when to put their priorities right. Okay, so my next question now is, how do we then identify the care that matters? Like the story of Mary and Martha, Jesus said, Mary has chosen the good part. Mary has chosen the better one. So that means there is a good, better, best. So how do we as women, as Christian women who want to grow in our faith, who want to grow in our personal work with God. And in growing in our personal work with God, we cannot omit the place of our quiet time with the Lord, the place of sitting at his feet, whatever that might mean to each and every woman. So how do we identify the care that matters? For me, on a daily basis, if you leave me to me, I can walk from morning till evening, even when my body is saying rest, rest. Because I may say, oh, I have to do this, this needs to be finished, that needs to be finished, that needs... I homeschool my children to sort that out, the care of my husband, and I have many sisters, you know, I have different Bible classes and all of those, and many things. and. 
I just have to be able to discern what is the will of God. And you know, there are times when even things that you didn't plan also crop in. So how do we identify the care that matters on a daily basis so that we don't feel guilty that, oh, I couldn't do this, I didn't do that, and because I have a lot to do, I can't spend time with the Lord. So how do we identify what really matters on, on a daily basis? I can definitely relate to what you've just said, um, especially you know, some days I can be busy from the morning to the evening, and um, to top it off, I can be exhausted at the end of the day and then look back mm. at the day and then, then be unsure of what, I've, what exactly I've accomplished. Very nice. so we, we can be so busy, but for me, I think it, it's good to sometimes just take a break and stand, stand back and think, you know, does what I'm busy, what I'm making, um, what's occupying most of my time, does it have an eternal value mm. and, um, or not? And I think it's, it's important sometimes to, to come to that point where you realize actually it's okay to say no because sometimes mm. you say yes to all kinds of things, um, mm. church-related things. Mm. where actually, you know, the Lord might have placed something on somebody's heart for that person to do. But then mm. it's easy for that person to come to you and to say, well, can you do this for me because the Lord told me to do this. But actually the Lord told that person and not you. Mm. And so it's, it's easy sometimes to, to, you know, get distracted that way. But, but yeah, I think just in general, when you look at all life throws at you, if, if we focus on what has an eternal value and, um, and, and we start remembering that we are not just the body and soul, but we spirit as well. And, and then when, when, when you realize, you know, what I'm busy with at the moment is making me stronger so that I can be, you know, strong for somebody else as well or God or, or I'm equipping myself or I'm busy cleaning my vessel so that God can pour in me so I can be of use for him and, you know, so, yeah, that's sort of the, the what, I, what I tend to look at. Mm. Thank you very much. I, I love the way you said we have to learn to say no which is so true. We have to learn to say no. I have to learn that also. And sometimes we have to learn it in a hard way. There are things that are actually good that we have to say no to. And I am learning that on a daily basis. And I think this again takes me to that same Luke 10, the verse 40 and 41 from the Passion Translation reads, but Martha became exasperated by finishing the numerous household chores in preparation for our guest. And you know, sometimes these daily tasks, this general routine that we have, they can make us indeed exasperated because you have goals you think you need to accomplish, you know, and must, this must be finished, this cleaning must be finished, that lady, I must take her there and that. But when they are beginning to take the place of the Lord, then we need to take caution. So Jesus went on. The Bible said Jesus interrupted. So, sorry, Martha interrupted Jesus and said, don't you think it's unfair that my sister left me to do all the work by myself? And I am thinking when we begin to do our daily activities and you are becoming agitated you are becoming what is the word i'm looking for now you know sometimes your children come to you or your husband because in the midst of the many things that you are doing you become irritated then 
I think it's a it's a caution that you, you need to consider the many things you are doing. And we need to begin to ask ourselves, where is the place of the Lord in all these that I'm doing? If I'm becoming irritated to my children, to my husband, and I'm snappy here, snappy there, then I think I need to pull myself back rather than all these things, pulling me away. Because that's what Jesus said to Martha, verse 41. The Lord answered uh, saying, matter, my beloved matter, why are you upset and troubled, pulled away by all these many distractions? So when we are becoming agitated, finding, excuse me, the one I've been cleaning all day, for if you leave me to cleaning the house, wow, you've made my day. And, and I found out that my cleaning never finishes. Because as I'm cleaning, I am finding another thing to clean. Even the one I've cleaned, I am finding out that it's not well clean. So sometimes my children have to say, Mommy, your cleaning is enough. You're actually disturbing us. So, you know, it has to get to that place for me to say, Okay, let me stop for today. When it's pulling us away from our relationship, from our husbands and our children, then we need to sit down and ask ourselves, where is the place of this with the Lord? So now this takes me to the next question that I now want to ask you. Some of these daily tasks, they are what we must do. We must put food on the table for our children, isn't it, Elna? Yes. We must offer them daily a necessity of life. So how do we balance our time with the Lord and also carry out our daily mundane tasks? You know what, I think number one, it's by realizing how dependent we are on Jesus. Because, um, you know, especially when, when the life sickness is thrown at you, um, when, we, when you, and, I, and actually I think it's, it's, it's the point when you go through difficult um, times in life, when you actually realize you can't do it by yourself, when you have to go down on your knees and thank the Lord for this difficult thing you're going through because then you realize once again how dependent you are on him. So so how to balance our time with the Lord, I think it's, again, it's almost, it's, you, you, it takes me back to a choice. Am I going to worry about many things or am I going to be focused on one thing? If I look at my right now, and then to, to try and balance that, um, it, it's, the, it's going back. I'm asking myself that question, worried about many or focused on one? And I think when you, when you realize that um, God actually empowers us with productivity when we seek his kingdom first, which is biblical again, isn't it? We seek first the kingdom and, and then all the rest will be added. So, so I'm also thinking of that verse, um, verse in Proverbs 9, 10, where it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And um, to balance anything in life, I think you you need to be wise, and and it's it's when you get, when you when you go back to the Lord, where that wisdom sort of comes in. You're you're empowered with this productivity, and 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 then the balance it just it happens automatically almost. It's it's not almost I almost want to say it's not with your efforts that you put in to be able to balance it. Then it's it's God that 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 um influences this divine scale in a way because you're you're just putting your weight on the side that matters on that one thing and then god sorts out the many rather than than us 
focusing on the many um, like Martha did and then everything is upside down. So yes, I think that's how I balance, just realizing that I can't in a way um, but, and realizing that I need the Lord to, to, to do it for me. <laughs> Thank you very much. I can't. I love that. I can't. I cannot do it. And that also brought, um, is it Philippians 2.13 to my heart? It is God who works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It is the good pleasure of the Lord to see us as wives, mothers, look after our homes and also spend time with him. And he is the one who can work it out in us. That is what you just um, highlighted to us and finally on today's um, episode how do you think what are the practical way that we can set priority on a daily basis I remember you said earlier on we need to learn to say no to even to some good things so how do we set priority to make sure we are juggling sitting at the Lord's feet and our genuine daily care how do we set those priorities you know what is, I think, um, especially for us as women in today's age where, you know, where we're living in, I think um, it's, it's about listening to that small, still voice throughout the day. Because I think throughout the day, there's going to be gaps. Um, but it's, um, it's like in London when you're on the train. Do you mind the gap? Am I going to mind it or am I? Or am I, am I going to take the gap? And, uh, and I think the the real honest truth for many women is they wake up and they don't have that time necessarily to to do what they want to do, and they need to just get on with with life. But but the the honest truth is that that there is going to be gaps in your day, and um, and yeah, to to prioritize is is to when those gaps arise is to take the gaps um, because the Lord will not not give you them and um, and yeah so for me that's how I set priority I think when is is being mindful when the t- when when there's a, a gap to to take it and and I'm not saying that you know every single moment of the day you you're going to just open your word but I think it's a way of living, like the word says, you know, abide in me, um, you know, and, and my word abide in you. It's a continuous thing. And um, and I think without realizing, you're just going to be, you, you'll, you'll be more mindful of the Lord throughout your day. And, um, and, and then it will be easier to take the little gaps where you, where you either spend time in prayer and um, just refocus your thoughts and you, you 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 come back to him in prayer, or or you you quickly pull out your Bible, or you or you use technology. I think that's a the the good thing. We can either let it distract us, or it can be such a powerful tool where we where we can actually just quickly uh, go onto the internet on our mm. phone and, and search for for this scripture that maybe mm. is saying something to you, but you're not quite sure where does it say. Mm. You you go in you you know search a bit more and, and, and then the Lord can work with that because I think mm. it's, it's what you bring to the table and, and God, God can use it, whatever, you, whatever you've got, but it's when you do nothing, then what can he work with? And, and mm. like the, the five loaves and the two fishes, mm. look what amazing thing the Lord did with it at the end. Mm. But it's what do we bring to the table, basically? Mm. 
Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I love the way you again pointed us back to the use of technology. We can set priority even with our technology rather than technology setting priority for yeah. our lives. And while you were talking, it reminds me of sometimes during the day, you know, maybe I'm cooking in the kitchen, I put my phone on maybe the U version Bible and it can read as many chapters that I want to listen to or maybe I may just listen to a podcast or a message on YouTube and my soul is being refreshed and sometimes one may just have a burden to pray. I'm cooking and at the same time I am praying and if I feel the Lord wants me to just leave whatever I'm doing to just go and pray that moment and you know this may not even be up to five minutes prayer and you know one is just sensitive and then take time off, do the prayer, you continue your daily routine. So what you've shared with us today is to set priority that it is possible for us to prioritize our day in such a way that we are not missing out from the Lord and the Lord is not missing out from our life. So once again, thank you very much, Elna, for joining us on Women in Revival. This is Women in Revival podcast. Two days ago, we started a series called Sitting at the Lord's Feet. Our topic for today is How to find time to sit at the Lord's Feet when your children are young. Today, Deborah and Eleanor will be talking about how to find time to sit at the Lord's Feet, especially when your children are young, when they're little and they need all your attention. I pray that God will indeed help you to take time to sit at his feet. Deborah will now take us further on this subject. I want to welcome my dear friend Elna today, three of Women in Revival podcast, in which we are looking at sitting at the Lord's feet. She has been asking some of our questions and I am praying that today's episode again will be a blessing to as many who will be going through this particular series. So Elna, you are welcome back again to Women in Revival podcast. Thank you. Nice to be here. Thank you. All right. So today we want to look at how to find time to sit at the lost feet when our children are young because we are ministering to women we are speaking to women and women we find ourselves in various seasons of life and one of those seasons is the season of child rearing so and in my little relationship with women i've noticed that the season of childbearing is one of those challenging seasons where women find it difficult to spend time with the lord and from my own personal experience i have known that it's actually possible it is possible to spend time with the lord even though we are raising children so my question first to you elna is what are the challenges that you think faces women who are in the season of bearing and raising children, you know, in terms of sitting at the lost feet? 
You know what is? I think the the first challenge I can think of is um, the fact of feeling run down and feeling exhausted, and um, and then and then you're just tired and you, and you don't you know really feel the energy to do anything. So um, so you're not not feeling that you don't always have time to do things and then and just feeling run down but um, it makes me think of um, that book the five love languages of Gary Chapman where um, where he talks about our emotional love tank and, and and the reality is when the, when you're faced with this challenge where you um, you're feeling run down and you're empty and you you've got nothing to give or whatever it is that that's really the time when when you need to come to the Lord's feet. Mm-hmm. He is the one that really speaks the only language that can fill you up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I think it's, it's a it's a challenge that um, yeah for me it's yeah just coming to a point and and the thing is I come to that point when I don't spend time with the Lord, but um, but then when when you the, it's it's that vicious sort of circle when you when you the more time you spend with the Lord, somehow miraculously the Lord just cre- gives you more time and and but but then emotionally and spiritually and mentally you you get charged up again uh, with His wonderful grace and then you can get then you can keep going. So um so I I always thinking you know and I want I would like to encourage other people as well if you at the point where you feel that it's just you know I don't have time or I don't have the energy to just start doing it because because the Lord can just out of the nothing he can he, he can make something and he and he he's so true to his word I think when when we start spending time in his presence then you you get filled up and then somehow you you have the time and you don't feel that run down anymore because because he's he's the living water we want isn't it Hmm. Yes, he is the living water, and uh, I love the way you are saying one of the uh, challenges that um, women who are in childbearing and child rearing season faces is is exhaustion, tiredness, and it's so true. Oftentimes, when I speak to mothers one of the challenge is often i am tired you know mm-hmm. particularly for a nursing mother who couldn't sleep overnight you know and all of that you are saying to us that the solution to it again is actually spending time at the feet of the lord and my next question now is as women as mothers in the home you know we are often responsible for child care if that be so so is it possible for a mother to sit at the lost feet when our hands are full or when our children are young will it be possible for us to still make room to sit at the lost feet yeah i think um like previously um i mentioned about taking the gaps um i think it's when we ask the lord to just open our eyes and our ears to for us to see and to notice when the gaps are there then um then it might like what you've said you know sometimes even while you're cooking you're listening to a podcast or you're you you you're watching something maybe on youtube there's a sermon or something 
or listening, you know, just maybe uh, you you log on into a praise and worship channel or something, um, listening just to listen to music. But also, what I find um, and, and what I found, especially when my children were little, really small, and we're meeting up with other mums, groups, and toddlers, and so on. You know, sometimes you can even sit at the Lord's feet while you're 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 chatting to other people. And and why I'm saying this is might sound a bit radical now, but when you talk to somebody else and, and they share and they open you know, their circumstances and, and their stories, what they're going through, if, if we truly listen and we allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us then what to say to them, it's a way for me in a way too to, to sit at his feet because cause you have to really incline your ear now because it's, you, you, want to, you want to sort of let the Holy Spirit minister unto you and through you unto somebody else, and and it's a and and even that you can you can take that opportunity, not just to to think oh what am I going to do with this time I need to keep the kids busy but but to really open your ears and and hear who is the Lord going to use in this situation today, um for for me to hear God's voice. Um, because we we forget it's you know he's Father Son and Holy Spirit and and that sweet Spirit wants to to talk to us in so many many ways so so yes um, we knew taking the gaps. <laughs> Thank you very much taking the gaps. So ladies, are you hearing? You are to take the gap. Don't ignore the gaps. Be mindful of the gaps. But just like sometimes when you're on the train, they tell you mind the gaps. So that is what we are. Um, we are hearing the Holy Spirit saying to us, mind the gaps. Even when your hands are full, even when you have little ones, you just mind the gaps. Though that little time that that little child, that little baby is sleeping could be the gap that the Lord is creating for you. That time of chatting, a woman or the mother and toddler's group could be a gap that the Lord is creating for you. Okay, so... Elna, my next question now is, you said that when you were raising your younger ones, like taking them to mothers and toddlers group, even just spending time with the mothers there, listening to their concerns, things like that, could be a means of sitting at the Lord's feet. And I personally identify with that. Because sometimes even in hearing other people's story brings a thought in the scripture to my heart, you know, brings something to meditate on in my heart, even though I wasn't planning to meditate on that particular thing. And sometimes even hearing what people have to say becomes a platform for me to go back and look into the scriptures based on what that person has said. And now that we are looking at we as mothers, particularly when we have children that are still growing, we have toddlers, we have um, under 10, under 5, things like that. Do you think that sitting at the Lord's feet will have any effect on the children that we are raising? Absolutely. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I heard such a profound day um, where somebody said, I was uh, looking into the fruits of the spirit and doing a little talk at church, and and so I went online and I did some research, and 
And I heard somebody say that, you know, when you walk in the spirit, it doesn't make you better than me. It makes you better than you. And and I really try to apply it to my own life as well. And you and you think, you know, this is really true. I'm not better than anybody else when I walk in the spirit, but I'm better than me because it's it's greater is he that's in me than he that lives in the world. So so yes, when I spend time with the Lord, I become a better person. So it's going to have an effect on my children because I'm going to be more patient with them. And um, I'm going to, just who they see as an example and as a role model will be, will be better because I'm, I'm, I'm relying on the Lord and I'm, and I'm changed inwardly. So with me changing, my kids will, their upbringing is going to be different because they, you know, they, because they, they've got a changed mum, as it were. And it's, again, I think as with everything in life, when or, or all relationships, maybe you, you might be in a relationship where you really want the other person to, to change, or whether, whether it's at work or maybe your husband or, or whoever. You, it's easy to see other people's mistakes and in your children as well. But if, if you start looking inwardly and, and you change from the inside out, you know that that will um, sort of seep through on the outside, and and yeah, I think especially with children, um, it, they will benefit because they'll have a mum that's a lot more patient and kind, and I think that's where all the fruits of the spirit will just start being uh, evident in my life, and and yes, it's it's a way of then being more gracious towards your your kids as well because now you're not just preaching the gospel of grace you you're you're acting it out thank you very much yeah so if we are spending time with the lord as mothers even though we have many children there is a work the lord does in our lives you know it it reminds me of second corinthians is it chapter three now i think chapter three from verse 16 17 18 when it was talking about as we with unveiled face behold the face of the lord so we are transformed to the same image from one degree of glory to another and that kind of also flow from us to our children based on what you are saying they begin to see us reflecting the person we are spending time with and i think one of the things that also came to my heart is in us doing that even our children they begin to learn that mommy has a time that she spent with the lord this is mommy's time with the lord and not only that i remember when i was raising my children my first child even as young as two, then we had a born bed house. And you know, when she wakes up, I'm on the bed reading my Bible. My husband is reading his. And when she wakes up and look and saw me and my husband just engrossed in her Bible, guess what she does? She will pick up her Bible also. She couldn't read. And the Bible may be upside down. So she carried her Bible also and looking at it. Why? Because that was what she saw that we're doing so in a way indeed it affects our children's life it affects our life our life flows automatically things we struggled with we see god helping us thank you very much for bringing that out and finally as we are chatting on how to find time to sit at the feet of the Lord when our children are young so my question to close this episode is this how can we make it part of our daily routine to sit at the feet of the Lord when our children are young? How can we do it? 
practically how do we how can a mother with a toddler or a newborn or an under four under five how can they practically you know have a daily routine to sit at the feet of the lord i think again it's that it's making those little um conscious uh, decisions and then um, I think especially if you're when you're doing a lot of things you can even you know sort of jot it down for yourself um, and and say okay this is what I'm going to try and do over the next week and I think on a practical side sometimes it's good to not to try and do too many things at once so if you've done if you're a child of the Lord who loves the Lord and you know he loves you but you actually really do nothing to sit at his feet maybe Start with a few things and try and make it a part of your routine and then you introduce more. So like you mentioned before, you know, when you're cooking and you're listening to a sermon or something um, or a podcast, when you, to, to maybe to start introducing bits like that and then you, and then you, and you try and be disciplined with it. So every time you're, and you, or, or you let your physical surroundings be your reminder. So you now know, okay, I'm in front of the stove. Where's my phone? Let me switch it on or, or link it to the speaker. It's nice and loud. Or while you're hoovering the house, you can put your headphones in. It's a practical way of, of um, you know, getting God's word into a busy schedule um, or you know even when you breastfeed you have to wake up two o'clock in the morning or three o'clock to you know have those headphones on and, and or, or, or or use use again using the little gaps that you have um, so yeah whether it's um, you know with the time or the space that you have but again a, a practical thing for me is just sometimes to just you know make sure the kids are safe in a safe mm-hmm. environment but then to break away from them and you know if they they don't watch tv the whole day every day but when the tv is on and they're watching a bit then i can then i know they'll be engaged with something they safe so i can go into my bedroom and i can have a bit of time where it's just me and the lord and i'm and or you know a practical thing for me is to just get myself out of the distraction so sometimes it's a simple thing as getting out of your house so you, you can't see the laundry piled up you can't see everything that needs to be done and you can sort of try and uh, zone in a bit more and and just focus on the lord because all our circumstances are so different it's, mm. it's a difficult question to answer but i think it's, it's looking at at what you've got and mm. uh, your 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 sin your um, areas if you like I, I love music so one of my ways is just to go and sit in front of the piano so I switch everything off all noises the TV nothing is on in the background and I can just hear the music I'm playing and and then you know maybe just singing in the spirit or or just starting to play and then and, and wait and hear what the and I, or, or sometimes the Holy Spirit will prompt a song in your heart and and then you can really just sing it unto the Lord. And it's not about the melody or anything else. It's really about what am I saying to you, Lord, now? Yeah. So, um, yes. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you. So it is possible. We can work out daily. Uh, we can work out sitting at the Lord's feet, even in our busy daily routine as mothers of young children. Thank you very much, particularly for the practical bit that you 
brought in even while our children are watching tv maybe they are watching their bible characters and some of these um, pre- um bible programs they are up to 15 20 30 minutes sometimes so that is a way for us to quickly go and grab time with the lord as long as the children are safe thank you very much and our cooking time and i loved it when while breastfeeding plug in your earphone whatsoever will help you to engage god just grasp it sometimes i think young mothers get into you know guilt that well because i'm not spending time with the law you know this this and that but it is possible in the midst of listening to many chapters of the bible it may just be a phrase from a particular verse that will stick to your heart then that is what the lord wants to share with you for that day our lives as women is seasonal the time will come when you will have plenty of time for yourself for your work with god so whatever season you find yourself ladies what elna is saying to us is let that season of life be controlled by the lord let God help you. The little, little moment, the little gaps, grab them, use them. Let them be opportunity, you know, to grow you. You know, a dear sister of mine called me yesterday sharing something with her, one of her sons who was using the toilet. And I the Lord minister to this child from just putting tissue in the toilet, flushing the toilet, seeing how clean things are, you know, things like that. How the Lord spoke to that little boy's other look, you're since as many they are cleansed and i think for me also that is the way for us as mothers even in the little mundane things that we do day by day we can find the expression of god god can minister a verse a chapter a bible story into our hearts and i'm praying that the lord will help us even while we are raising our children to raise them with the consciousness of spending time with the maker of our children and our maker. So once again, Elna, thank you very much for taking the time to share your thoughts with us on this series. Thank you. It's been um, very encouraging and um, I'm learning as we go. This is Women in Revival podcast. Three days ago, we started a series called Sitting at the Lord's Feet. Our topic for today is the effect of sitting at the Lord's feet. Today, Deborah and Elna will be talking to us about how sitting at the Lord's feet can affect your life and can help improve your life and your relationship with him. I pray that God will reach unto every single person who's listening to this episode. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Welcome once again to Women in Revival and I am delighted to welcome our sister back on this particular series, Sitting at the Lord's Feet. Elna has been a blessing to us on this series and I'm sure the thoughts that she's sharing with us have been a blessing to as many who are going through this series and I know that some women may be using this particular series for their women's group, for their discussion groups. So thank you very much Elna for taking the time to 
bless us on this particular series. Thank you, sister, for having me. All right. So today we want to move very quickly as we now look at the effect of sitting at the Lord's feet. We've been looking at sitting at the Lord's feet and we've been meditating alongside on the story of Mary and Martha in Luke chapter 10. And I believe Mary taking that time, making that choice to sit at the feet of the Lord had an effect upon her life. Because later on, even when their brother Lazarus was dead, we saw two different responses. We saw the response of a woman who was being transformed day by day and the response of a woman who was worried about many things. So today we just want to look at that, the effect of sitting at the Lord's feet. So Elna, my question now is, is there any advantage in sitting at the feet of the Lord from your own personal experience and maybe your experience with other ladies? Can you boldly say that, look, challenging you women to say, find time, make room, mind the gap, use the gap to sit at the Lord's feet because there is an advantage even for you in it. So is there any advantage in sitting at the feet of the Lord? Definitely, boldly say yes, <laughs> there's an advantage. I think in my own life, for one, um, I, the more time I spend um, at the Lord's feet, the better choices I make. So that's, that's a big thing for me. I, you know, it's, and it's with the little things. Um, again, it might sound too simple to be significant, but a, a little choice in like maybe not to gossip with somebody or when somebody mm. brings you some news to make the right choice to say mm. to that person do you know what I'm not going to engage in this conversation or um, or to say do you know what let's go and talk to that person or whatever the case may be but, um, but I think it's for me is making better choices then, um, and I think as a person you become um, Again, this is going to sound radical, but I think you become a more attractive person when you spend time with the Lord. And I say that because cause it's more of Jesus that shines out of you. And the world is so hungry to, to see Jesus and, and they are attracted to those um, qualities. Now, you know, we all have a long way to go, but it's when you, when, when you spend time in his word and you, be, you, you, you become a little bit, closer to him and more like him people can see that and and that is what it what attracts people and then i think when 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 you start noticing that in a way then then you almost you start to accept yourself a bit more as well because it's actually not you that you're accepting it's jesus and and he's you know it's it's all to jesus i surrender <laughs> that song pops up in my mind now but um but yes no definitely you make better choices when you spend time with the lord <laughs> mm, thank you very much you make better choices when you spend time with the lord thank you and my next question even though it looks as if you've answered it in a way but nevertheless i will still throw this question at you what will you say could be the effect of sitting at the lord's feet there's a book that a pastor wrote, which, um, I think, what is it called, uh, the, uh, the Power of Right Believing or something, I think. But, but, but one of the key things he said, um, which is in my mind now, is right um, living comes from right believing. 
And mm. I think, you know, when you when you believe the the, the truth, um, you know, you, you the truth can't set you free mm. if you don't know the mm. truth. And um, so the more time we, we spend in God's Word, you know, I think that's, that's the effect of it. Mm. You start um, knowing all of it and you can start mm. sort of living um, in that, um, mm. in the... In, in his promises, mm. you know, um, where the, the Bible says when we are in Christ, we are Abraham's seed mm. and we are heirs according to the promise in Galatians somewhere it says that. So I think, you know, you can't live as if you're an heir of the promise if mm. you don't know the promise. And um, so I think, you know, one of the effects for me is you, you start learning uh, these spiritual truths that are mm. applicable, it was applicable thousands of years ago and it still is today, mm. but then you start walking in that truth mm. and um, so it, it really will affect all areas of your life then mm. um, when you start put, making those promises yours because, because you start realizing, you know, it really is for me as well. Mm. So... So yes, I, mm. I, I think it, it changes the way you believe and it um, and and you grow in in faith mm. um, when when your believing starts starts changing. Mm. Thank you very much. And this changing of my belief comes as I spent time at the feet Absolutely. of the Lord. Mm. Thank you very much. And I think this also leads me to my next question, which is. If you are saying there are positive effects of um, sitting at the lost feet, my question now is, are there adverse effects of not sitting at the lost feet? Are there disadvantage if I am not sitting at the feet of the Lord? Yes, you know, absolutely. Um, uh, do you know what I, I think what I like? music so much. There's always songs that pop in my head. And again, there's um, that song that says, I shall not be moved. Um, mm. Just like a tree that's planted by the waters, mm. I shall not be moved. Mm. When you don't spend time at the Lord's feet, mm. then the opposite will apply. Mm. And that's what I find in my own life. Mm. Um, when life's difficulties come then, whether it's a child with a temperature of 41 mm. degrees, um, or whether it's um, maybe finances or whatever it is to stand firm and strong in knowing that the Lord's got um, a future and a hope for mm. me like Jeremiah 29 and to stand firm and to stand strong is not that easy then mm. because I'm you know I, I'm not f uh, focused on God's word and um, and I haven't been made that quiet time with him. Mm. So, um, but when you do, and 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 the waters comes crashing mm. all over, then do you know what? It in a way it can come as much as it likes because you're in the truth and you're standing firm um, on on God's word, and mm. and then you are like a tree planted by water that will mm. not be moved. So, so yes, the the, the adverse effect of not sitting at the Lord's feet is not having that peace mm. and that sense of calm on your life and you might worry about, again, Martha and Mary, you will be worried about mm. many things mm. rather than just focusing on your stance um, of who you are in Christ and, mm. and, 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 and 
focusing on the one thing instead of being worried about many things. Amen. Thank you very much. And I think that question now leads me to the last question on this episode today. If there are both positive and negative effects, if I am spending time with the Lord and you are saying there are advantages which are numerous for a woman and for a woman that is also not spending time with the Lord, there are disadvantages. And you are saying one of them is that we do we will not have the peace of God because we live in a troubled world. Every day comes with its own trouble. And a life immersed in at the feet of the Lord Jesus is a life settled in peace. Things that we want to disrupt our peace will often come. And I think for me personally, reflecting back on what the scripture says has always helped me in moments of anxiety, of worry, of uncertainty, and just name it. You know, taking my heart back on the word of God, meditating, memorizing, you know, reminding myself of what the word of God says. It's very, very important for me. And my question now is, if there are both positive advantage or advantages for those who are sitting at the Lord's feet and there is the other side for those who are not definitely what you are not spending time with you can't become that thing and my question now is these effects are they immediate or are they futuristic for example if I am spending time with the Lord the effect of my time with the Lord will it be immediate or is it going to be something i'll be reaping in the future or is it both and if i am not spending time also will the effect on my life be visible now or will it be a future thing um i definitely it's it's both of them um because when i spend time with the lord and i'm refreshed and it's like I'm refueled, I've got new energy for, for, for the day, mm. then um, there's an immediate uh, effect in my response to what goes on around me. Um, so, yeah, the way I behave, I mm. won't throw so many mummy tantrums because, mm. you know, it, it's a sort of an immediate thing in, in that sense. Mm. But then, um, sure, it, it's also futuristic because, um, you know, your, your walk with the Lord uh, like I say, if it helps you to make better choices mm. in the future down the line, you'll see how God's hand was and and His um, will is just weaved through mm. through your plans and your your activities and and other things that might come away. Um, so yeah, definitely in the future, I'm, I'm thinking of Psalm 23, where where the word is surely. Your goodness and love will follow me all mm. the days of my life, mm. which is, it's for today and it's for tomorrow and mm. it's for the day after tomorrow. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely, I think you'll, you'll, you'll reap the fruit and, and again, you know, looking at um, or thinking of the fruits of the Spirit, um, uh, I was reminded in, in something Adele, a friend of ours, uh, sent uh, a while ago that you know when when you have when you think of an apple tree for example or any fruit tree the fruits aren't always nice and sweet immediately mm. they might be sour to start off with but over time as mm. you grow and mm. and again like the word says as you abide in the vine mm. 
it becomes sweeter. Mm. So even though they'll be immediate for mm. me, definitely I think there's immediate um, effect. But in the future, you're going to see certain fruits getting sweeter and sweeter. And um, so yes, it's a bit of both. You, I'll encourage everybody to start today because you can see a difference or you'll mm. experience a difference in your life today and also in the long run. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking this time to sow into our hearts, into our lives as women. And I'm sure the effect of what you are sharing with us, only eternity will reward you. Thank you very much for the time you've taken to share your heart with us on Women in Revival. We hope to catch up with you tomorrow, which is going to be the last day of this particular series. Thank you very much, Elna. Thank you for having me, sir. This is Women in Revival podcast. Four days ago, we started a series called Sitting at the Lord's Feet. Our topic for today is tools to help you sit at the Lord's feet. Today, Deborah and Elna will be talking about things that have helped them to sit at the Lord's feet and will help you also to learn how to sit at the Lord's feet and to enjoy your time sitting at the Lord's feet. I pray that this series has been a blessing to you. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. I am really grateful for this privilege that the Lord gave us to be on this series together, Elna. Thank you very much and I'm praying that this series will be a blessing to as many women who will be joining us to listen whenever this series is broadcasted. We have been on this series sitting at the feet of the Lord or sitting at the Lord's feet and we've looked at various issues. We saw that sitting at the Lord's feet is a choice and we also saw that juggling sitting at the Lord's feet with our daily care is possible. We can actually juggle our daily care with sitting at the Lord's feet. And also we discuss how we can find time to sit at the Lord's feet when our children are young. And yesterday we looked at the effect of sitting at the Lord's feet. And Elna was saying to us, it is both present and also futuristic. It is beneficial. The possibility of sitting at the Lord's feet, the advantage of sitting at the Lord's feet is both for now and also for the future. And if we are not doing so already, the negligence, the effect of that negligence, I say, is both now also and even futuristic. So today again, being the last day of this particular series, I want to welcome back our dear friend, um, Elna Zivat to Women in Revival. Elna, thank you so much for your time and how you've been a blessing to us. Thank you, sis. This has really been encouraging to me as well, and I'm inspired to spend more time with Jesus as we go through this. Mm. 
Amen. Beautiful. So on this series today, what I want us to look at is to consider tools that can help us to sit at the Lord's feet. Because in my personal relationship with women, one of the struggles that women have is to say, well, I don't know how to study the word of God. I don't know how to go about it. I just can't understand, you know, the language, you know, the translation, this and that. So we want to look today that are there tools that we can use to sit at the feet of the Lord. I know we've mentioned a few things we can do, but I am sure there could be a few things that we can also mention even to our sisters around the world who are seeking and wanting to grow their personal work with God. So my question to you, Elna, this episode is, having been talking about sitting at the Lord's feet, what are the basics that you think a woman needs to carry this out? Does a woman need to be so highly educated? Does a woman need a old, maybe a five-bed house? Does a woman, what are the basics that a woman just needs? To be able to sit at the feet of the Lord? I think the the very basics is that you just need to make a bit of time. Um, you need to sort of say to yourself that you are worth it and you can spend a bit of time um, or just break away from everything else and put time aside for Jesus, um, which is ultimately going to really have an adver- uh, a big effect on your life. So, um, I mean, a very basic thing for me is just to, to pray and to, to spend time in prayer. Um, I think we've, it's so easy to forget the power um, in prayer, especially mm-hmm. you know, when, when we come to the Lord by ourselves or when mm-hmm. we come together as uh, two or more people. So, um, so, I think the basics for me sitting in the Lord's feet is spending time in prayer and, um, and then opening God's Word. Not, you know, as, as good as it is to to listen to podcasts, mm. to listen to other um, preachers, mm. um, listen to other people's revelations God mm. gave, them, gave them. God wants us to to dig deep ourselves. He mm. wants us to open the word for ourselves because he's mm. got a revelation. He's desperately, I think, you know, wanting to give us as individuals. Mm. And, um, and, and, and we need to give him that opportunity to do so. Mm. So by opening the Bible and then not just to maybe just start with one verse and reading it through three chapters and then shutting the Bible, but mm. but really um, come with an expectation almost and to, to, to pray first before you, you open up the Word and then when you do, to, to like maybe even just take a few verses and then take the dictionary out, see mm. what does this Word mean or mm. what is God trying to tell me or maybe try and get another reference and and to make a study out of mm. um, a particular uh, thing, whatever you're reading mm. or focusing on. Mm. So yeah, that's the two basics. I mean, spend time in prayer, um, however much time you've got, because God can always multiply that in the future, you know. Or, or you might think you don't have much time, but the more you, the, it it just takes you to start. Mm. And then when you start, then, then then I think we'll all be surprised how God just create or give us more time or we'll all of a sudden see actually here's a, here's a gap here or mm. another gap there but yeah so prayer and spending time in God's word mm. thank you very much I think one of the things that came very strong to me was when you were saying 
you know it's good that we live we are listening to podcasts other people's messages but as good as those are they must not replace the place of our personal time with the lord and because i also have the privilege to maybe run bible studies with groups with individual and my focus my desire always is to see women begin to engage the lord on a one-on-one basis yes women may come back and say oh thank you for that bible study you know it's really helping me to grow but for me growth will be measured as i begin to see ladies saying look i sat at the feet of the lord and this is what the lord taught me you know i was about to do this and the lord brought me correction through this so thank you very much for bringing this out that hearing messages listening to podcasts are good but they must not replace the place of hearing god speak to us as an individual i believe that podcast i run podcasts i teach i preach but the honest truth is that all of these they are second hand messages these are what the lord spoke to someone and god wants to speak to you directly also so thank you very much for pinpointing that and now my next question is looking at tools that can help us to sit at the feet of the lord jesus are there additional tools that you think can help further in benefiting from our time at the lord's feet some women may find some things more helpful in studying the word in reading the word are there tools that you can maybe refer us to as women i think just as as our, our previous um as the previous question you know if we if we realize that all the um you know listening to other podcasts or sermons and youtube and all of that that is an additional tool i think for one so you know realizing it's not replacing your time with the lord um when you realize that then you can see that as an additional tool and and i definitely make use of that tool i i love listening to to other people who i know um you know the lord spoken to and 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 who people who genuinely have a relationship with the lord um and and it's backed up what whatever they say is backed up scripture and, um, and, and, and so on. But then um, also I think a tool for me is to set boundaries for myself. Um, and, and like I, I mentioned earlier, a boundary I made for myself was to, to not click on social media or uh, I keep saying the word, I'm not going to click on Facebook unless I click on that book. So, so that's, a, that's a tool for me to set boundaries for myself to, to make sure I make time for the one thing that's really important and um, and and another tool I think is is being organized um, so organizing yourself and and um, I mean you know it might sound like another thing to do but but actually when you know when you spend a, a little bit of time organizing yourself then it can unlock an hour somewhere else in a way because now you know if, especially when it when you're a mom with with a young family and there's lots to do during the day if i can uh, maybe instead of waking up and then ironing all the shirts for the kids for school for today if i can do that tonight before i go to bed because i'm actually tired my brain isn't so focused it's okay to do it then but the next morning i won't have to do it so i'll be more refreshed I'll, and and then 
uh, it will unlock a, an opportunity maybe to, to spend a bit of quiet time while everybody is still sleeping. Again, everybody's situation is different and not everybody can do that. But um, but it definitely helps me to, to be a bit more organized. Um, that's, it's, it's a tool a tool for me to, <laughs> mm. to get at the Lord's feet. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Because sometimes women are saying, well, I really want to read the Bible. I want to study the Bible. But I don't understand it. I don't know what to, how to get the best out of it. And what I will also add to um, what Elna have said is some few things that I have found also to be helpful is Bible commentaries. Ladies, you can get yourself Bible commentaries maybe that you can read. And we have such many tools even online, you know get yourself different bible translations sometimes you may read a particular scripture in one translation but by the time you go back and look at it from different translations you know you get a hold of what it's saying sometimes i actually default back to to read that scripture in my mother tongue and sometimes it says a lot to my heart so another one is maybe bible study methods there are different methods out there there is the feast, there is the focus method, all sorts of methods that people have put in place to help women study the world that can help you at your own level. You know, like um, Elna was saying, it may be a verse a day. There is no law that says read many chapters. It is your personal work with God. So what it might mean for you may not be what it may mean for me. So if it is a verse a day, we are saying, Elna saying, then settle with that verse. And I think another two that has also helped me is memorizing. Taking time to memorize. You know, I traveled recently to Greece. I'm not a fan of flying. So what I did this particular time was to just use that moment. To memorize and i was able to memorize two chapters of the bible one on my way to the country i was going and one on my way back and how wonderful that privilege was so memorizing sometimes you may be in a place where you can't open the bible but what you have internalized becomes what you keep meditating on and there are many bible apps now in our time that you can use to help you to gain more from the word of god and get yourself a notebook. You know, there was this, um, was it last year that we had brunch, Elna, that you provided us with this um, folder with many compartments. So there are many ways we can go about these things that might help us in our personal time at the feet of the Lord Jesus. And Elna earlier on mentioned our dictionary. You can get yourself a dictionary. There are phrases, there are words you may not fully understand that you may look at. And sometimes at my own time at the feet of the Lord, it may be a phrase from a verse that may, you know, that I may look at, that I may expand on, that may become something massive for me to delve into. And sometimes, you know, there was this group, Elna, that you created, which was a great blessing to me. When ladies may draw a scripture, you know, put it, draw it out with drawings and just something for me. It ministers so much to my heart. So some of these things could be tools. There are times when I am studying the word and in my notebook, you may come across some drawings. I'm not a, I'm not very good with drawing, but in my own little way, once I drew 
the Almighty. Psalms 91. I was studying Psalms 91. And you know, as if I was able to draw God. So I drew the Almighty and drew myself under. And that kind of speak a lot to my heart. So these are various ways and many tools out there. If you go online, Google Bible study, you know, Bible study methods or tools that can help me to study the Bible, you will find many even there online. And I'm praying that we use all these tools to enhance our personal work with God. So Elna, back to you now. And my question is, what do you think will begin to happen if God begins to find women who are sitting at the feet of the Lord? Um, do you know what? I think um, you will just see uh, so many positive um, changes in all areas, really, of your life or all, all your spheres of influence um, because you'll start seeing less of yourself or people will start seeing less of you hmm. and more of God. Hmm. And, and, and I think that at the end of the day, you know, where, where God is and where he moves and and it's just everything will be affected in a positive way. Um, so, so yes, I think, and especially you know, for uh, for this is going to sound funny now, because, but especially in churches, because sometimes it's in churches where women get hurt mm. because people are gossiping mm. or people think they can do it better than the other one or. They, you know, they don't trust God knows what he's doing with that person doing X, Y, or Z. They think they should be doing this or that. or, And and actually, it's in when, when we start sitting at the Lord's feet more often, mm. then our perception starts changing. We mm. view people in a different way mm. and, and you respond in a different way. So people will view you in a different way because mm. your responses will be more you know, in line in line with God's responses. But um so yeah, I think we'll see a lot of positive changes. Mm. And um if I can just quickly go back to previously oh, where you, you spoke about the additional tools. Mm. I just you know, as you were talking about some practical ways of, you know, enjoying the pictures and so on, I I was just um reminded that, you know, sometimes when we pick up the word and we want to learn about a particular character pictures and so on, I I was just um reminded that, you know, sometimes when we pick up the word and we want to learn about a particular character or something that happened in the Bible, sometimes and especially when you're tired, you can you you can read and the word starts swimming in front of you or, you know, you you, you read and all of a sudden you realise you've got no clue what you've just read and and the tool I use and this is going to sound uh, very simplistic but sometimes I go I go to YouTube and I'll look for a children's version of a particular story or an event that happened in the Bible and um, and then I'll I'll sort of see it and I'll hear it and and I'll get to grips of what sort of happened and then I go to the word because now I've got a bit of a background I don't trust everything I've heard and seen on 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 YouTube for example but um, but it gives you a, a basis to start off with and then when you read things you remember oh okay so so now this makes sense or um, so yes yeah, sorry I just wanted to throw that that <laughs> other practical um, tip in because um, my mom mm. always told me that you know when she would go back to children's um, mm. uh, Bible books and it really mm. is a way of just getting your mind 
wrapped around a, a mm. event or something that happened, and then you dig deeper and mm. go back to God's word. But mm. yes, you'll, we'll certainly um, you know, see a lot of positive um, mm. when, when we all start sitting at the Lord's feet. Mm. We'll, we'll experience. <laughs> Mm, thank you very much. You know, while you were talking about going on YouTube, too, I'm like, oh, so I'm not the only one. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm reading Bible characters, having done my study, I just go back and maybe watch a cartoon. Particularly, there was a time I was going through the parables. And, you know, I would go back and watch the parable. Sometimes my children may come into the room and meet me watching cartoons and they are wondering, why, what are you doing? I, you know, so it was, uh, it was lovely to hear you say that. Amen. And I love the way you said when God begins to find women who are sitting at the lost feet, there will be a change of perspective and a change of responses. I love that. Oftentimes, women with scattered things both in the church and even in our homes because of our perspective to life our perspective to what people did to us or what people did not do and our responses so you are saying there is hope for women in the church if only we are women who are sitting at the feet of the Lord. And I'm praying this particular series we produce for the Lord, women who will begin to take their personal time at the feet of the Lord very serious. And finally today, can I ask you, Elna, if you can once again tell us what might distract us from sitting at the feet of the Lord and how we can deal with these distractions? I think Satan wants to use everything and everyone he can to distract us from doing this. I think it's probably one of his main things to get us away from 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 sitting at the Lord's feet and 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 you know being um, uh, or realizing all these truths that God has for us because that's when we will really live a life uh, of victory and and we'll. And we'll live with the cross in mind, and and we'll just our our whole um, mindset and everything will be changed. So, so there's 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 a a, a lot of distractions or, or things that that he can use. I think, and um and and for one, like I said, even in church, you know, it's easy to think. Um, you know, th- this is my safe haven, and yes, we should fe- we should come and fellowship together. And um, but it's not the building or the people who you are finding shelter under. It's it's thinking of Psalms 91. It's it's God and it's Him. And um, but but he but even you know in um, in the most uh, unsuspected places. Uh, you know the enemy can use people to distract us um, from sitting at the Lord's feet and then just busyness you know being so busy with with life and um, you know I'm I I love organizing things in my house um, and then I'll I can get so distracted because now I'm I'm actually supposed to be doing busy with something else and then I find myself unpacking all the cupboards again and 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 where it's it's good to to be you know organized and to sort your your yourself out um we we should be careful that it's not taking over and or your maybe your body um oh you know I need to look good so I'm spending hours and hours and hours in the gym where actually 
you just you need to be healthy and um so a little bit is enough not yeah it's just i think we need to be aware that those distractions can come in all shapes and sizes and um and i think um i think it's priscilla shira that once um preached and she used this um boat that was uh, as an example that was upside down and um and she basically just said you know the we d we don't need to or the enemy just needs an environment to um you know to come in and to do x y and z you don't you don't even need to do um all sorts for him to distract you it's just but yeah if if you think of you know what can distract us from sitting at the lord's feet we need to realize that that everything really can be a distraction and um and yeah just to to sort of zone in and focus on on um on the the moments that 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 the lord gives us to to you know to to take hold of those moments and 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 to go with that thank you very much indeed these are distractions and some of these distractions could be positive or even negative as long as they are distractions you are saying we must deal with them so for me to close this series i'm going back to the scripture that we base this particular series on luke chapter 10 but i'm reading verse 41 and 42 from the passion translation and it says the lord answered her matter my beloved matter i believe everyone who is going through this series with us you are beloved in the sight of the lord hence the reason why he has allowed you this opportunity to listen to this particular podcast interview and then jesus went on why are you upset and troubled pulled away by all these many distractions are they really that important and i think that is a question we need to be asking each time we are not finding time to sit at the lost feet are all these things that i've engaged myself in are they really important in the space of time in another one month in another one year what place will this that i'm doing now have in eternity and then verse 42 says mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet she is undistracted and i won't take this privilege from her so sitting at the feet of the lord jesus is a privilege it's a privilege that we must not allow anything to snatch from our lives from our hands and i'm praying that the lord will produce for his church women who are indeed engaging the lord even at his feet i've never seen a generation that is as blessed as our generation a generation that knowledge is advancing and many opportunities to explore our faith is available for us you know elna was talking about rather than wasting our time on facebook we can use technology to grow our personal work with god and i'm praying that this particular series will help you in your journey of faith to know that it is actually possible to sit at the feet of the lord jesus maybe for you you need to start with two minutes a day or five minutes and it grows that's what i usually say to people it grows don't worry 
saying where well, I want to spend 30 minutes, start from where you are. If it's two minutes you are, start from there. And you will see the Lord building it up gradually. So, Elna, thank you very much for your time in blessing us through this series. And it is our prayer that the Lord himself will bless you also. And that your time at the feet of the Lord will continue to be fruitful even in Jesus name thank you very much thank you very much for having me I'm definitely inspired and I I appreciate the opportunity to be a part of, of this thank you